Welcome to the PriceBlow podcast powered by pre-workouts. PriceBlow is an online tech and media company that provides nutrition industry news, reviews, and interviews with a heavy emphasis on supplementation and sports nutrition. Our system provides supplement deals and price alerts, but in this podcast, we'll explore all things related to performance optimization, industry happenings, and far more. Thanks for joining us and welcome to PriceBlow. The interview you're about to listen to was filmed on February 17th of 2017 between CJ and the late, great Dallas McCarver. Dallas was just two weeks out from the Arnold Classic, so we were incredibly grateful for his time and instantly fell in love with him and his charm. Like all of his other fans, we were absolutely devastated when Dallas tragically passed away just six months later. While he was clearly on his way to becoming the next Mr. Olympia, he was more importantly a class act and inspiration to us all. The audio in this interview isn't the best, but it's sadly the one that we just can't do over. Rest in peace, Dallas. Welcome to Price Plow. Thanks for having us, guy. I really appreciate it, man. Dude, you're like so close to the Arnold. I mean, just talking with me is, is awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I, I, I'm happy that you appreciate <laughs> the... Uh, a little tired, a little grumpy right now, so I'm happy. That, uh, thank, thank you for being appreciative. Yeah, man, um, for sure. Thank you. That being said, uh, it's an honor. So. Well, welcome to the Price File uh, YouTube channel. Uh, I, I'm here with Aaron Singerman and Dallas McCarver, like the Dallas McCarver. This is awesome. So uh, thanks for – thanks for. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Aaron Singerman, man. Um, I got to be honest with you, and I actually wanted to, I wanted to say something to you, Aaron, first. Uh, man, I'm seeing Redcon all over the place, man. Um, and uh, – you know, it's like uh, at PriceBot, we deal with so many brands and, and so many supplements, but I, I can't pull up Facebook or anything without seeing Redcon all over the damn place. So That means we're doing something right. I'm glad it's not just me, man. I'm, I was on the freaking internet shopping for, uh, I don't even remember, like shoes and clothes. Every time I get on the internet for anything, I get Redcon ads. So uh, yeah. that, that lets me know that, you know, Aaron's, Aaron's staying on top of the digital marketing. Yeah, uh, which is a big part of what we do here. And uh, I think, you know, as you said, uh, we got kind of a, our own way of doing things here, but you can't get online without seeing us. So Dude, uh, we're definitely pushing hard, you know, and I'm, I'm very, it makes you proud, you know, to me, it's cool. You know, you get online and you're like scrolling and an ad pops up and you're like, like I was playing freaking Tetris on my phone on the plane the other day. Yeah. Did you? Popped up and it was like, get Dallas McCarver's OIE signature series. I was like, Holy shit! That's me. I'm a That's me. Ad. Like, what the hell? You know, it's cool. So yeah, it's it's, it's really cool. Actually, the the last ad. It's funny. The last last ad I saw was uh, Dallas Dallas. You were uh, bouncing your titties on a uh, <laughs> on on a Redcon ad, and that's how it started. So yeah, good job, man. <laughs> started with a little bouncing titties, and we got it, and here we are. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, cool, man. Well, we'll we'll kind of get into it. I have like I'm way prepared right now, and I'm never prepared. So uh, I was I was that excited, man. Like um, you you are a, a hot thing on the scene right now, Dallas. And uh, you know I started uh, doing some research about you, and I'll be honest, man. Like I, I didn't know a lot about you until I found out that we were going to get on the interview, and I, I started looking into you and, and kind of understanding some of your background. Dude, you got a lot of stuff going on, and you're what you're about to turn 26, right? Is, I'll be 26 April the 9th. Dude, yeah. So, like, you're, I mean, a young guy and a lot of stuff going on. That's that's awesome, man. So, that's that's exciting. Very, very fortunate and very blessed. Um, 
you know, I like to think that I've worked pretty hard, but uh, a very blessed individual, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, by the way, your birthday is only, it's nine days before my birthday, so I also thought that was pretty good. Aries, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool, man. So um, first of all, the obvious question is, you're only like a few weeks out from the Arnold. Like, how do you feel right now, man? And I know that's an odd, that's a dumbass question, but like, we got to know how you feel. Oh, I'm beat. <laughs> I'm beat. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I, uh, well, you know, regardless of what you might hear, what you might see uh, around the internet, um, I know without a doubt, this will be the best uh, package I've ever brought to stage. Definitely be the best conditioning. Uh, this morning, this morning I was seven pounds lighter than I was three days before the Olympia. Oh, wow. Oh, so your, so condi your conditioning's gonna be on point, yeah. Aaron, how's my conditioning? I seen the pictures this morning and I gotta say, <laughs> Uh, it must be very difficult if I'm Dallas McCarver not to post them and be like, fuck you, look at this. <laughs> you know? Dude. That's, that's awesome, man. I've, you know, um, I, I've been around the bodybuilding industry a little bit, a little more on the local scene, man. Nothing like you guys, but, um, you know, uh, so I'm actually from Austin, Texas. Well, actually originally from Waco, Texas and, uh, live here in Austin. I've been in Austin for like eight or nine years now. So. I'm just curious. Sorry, it's not your interview. I'm just. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know who or you know where you were, so I was just curious. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. yeah, for sure. And uh, you're originally from uh, Tennessee, right? Is that? Yeah, Memphis area, West Tennessee. I've lived all over Tennessee. Uh, you know, I had um, I originally uh, grew up, like I said, West Tennessee, Memphis area. Uh, rule, you know. Everywhere from Memphis to BFE, cow, cow country, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I've lived, you know, middle, I've had girlfriends and lived in middle Tennessee. Uh, before I moved down here, I was on the far east side of Tennessee next to the Georgia line. Um, and honestly, uh, I lived in Chattanooga. And until I moved here, uh, I thought Chattanooga, it's a different kind of beautiful, but it's definitely one of the most beautiful cities I've ever seen uh, with the mountains and the river and the way it all, the mountains surround the town, the river runs through the town. That's cool. It's very nice. So uh, definitely a big change of scenery for me being down here, but it's, uh, man, what a blessing. That's awesome, man. Yeah, you know, and it's that's one of the things I liked about you, looking into you and watching some of your old videos. I was like, this is a good old country boy right here. And uh, I'm I'm from, uh, I, I grew up on a farm in Texas, man. So like, I, I can I can relate. And some of my closest friends here are actually from Tennessee, the Nashville area. So uh, I think that's pretty awesome. Um, so that actually brings me to my first part of it, man. I wanted to get a little background from you. And apparently, so your first show was in 2011, and it was kind of a hometown show-ish, right? It was the... Uh, it was my hometown, yes. It was the... Uh, Hub NBC, City? Hub City. Man, damn, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I, d I try to do my homework, man. I'm, I've kind of gotten us obsessed with you. And, uh, so not, not to make it weird or anything, you know, but... <laughs> I'm not weird at all. <laughs> But yeah, the Hub City, and I went to their website, and um, so is it is it a relatively small show, or? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not big by any means. Um, it's, for, for a local show, it does decent, especially for the area it's in. Uh, the promoters, Nick and Kate Shelby, are good friends of mine, very nice people. Uh, they work very hard at that show. They give out really nice trophies. You know, they do the best they can with the area they're in. Um, but like you said, it's just not a very... Uh, it's, it's growing though. Yeah. It is growing like fitness everywhere. 
it seems like shows I went to three or four years ago and I go to now, for the most part, besides a few select ones that have bonehead promoters, yeah. you know, they're growing and doing well and people are putting work into them and you see the industry growing. And that's very, uh, you know, encouraging for me. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's still a pretty small show. That's cool. Small show. Well, that's, that's cool, man. I mean, you've, uh, you've had a, I know how those small shows can be like here we have like the uh, Della Garcia classic is, is one that I've done in the past. And, uh, we have like the Ronnie Coleman and, but all of those are, are starting to grow. So you're right, man. The industry as a whole is really blowing up. So, yeah. Um, all these help. Yeah, that's true that's true that's a really good point back in the day you could be a bodybuilder or you could do figure or women's bodybuilding you know now you got all this shit to choose from which really helps you know? yeah for sure well so so is it my understanding that you became an IFBB pro by the age of 21 so only one year of competing is that right yeah um just to give you a brief rundown of the way it went um January of 2011 uh I just decided I was like, you know, I, I, I guess I just kind of knew there was a lot of had a lot of personal things going on in my life, kind of deterring me away from football. Um, but I, I just had this urge and desire to do a bodybuilding show. It was just a, I can't really explain it, but uh, my my brother uh, really pushed me. Brian Walsh, good friend of my brother, really pushed me into it. And then once um. You know, once I did that first one, so in January 2011, I decided to do it. Uh, May 2011 was the first show. So I prepped from January. In January, I was like 315 pounds and just finished playing ball. Jeez. And uh, it wasn't the 315 I am now. And then um, I did the show 240. You know, so from January to May, I cut like 60 oh, pounds. Holy crap, and, dude. That is crazy. Yeah. And so I did the show, and then two weeks later, uh, since I had already since I won that show, two weeks later in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is the city I was just talking about where I just moved from, there was another show, and it was a national qualifier. And I was like, well, I, you know, I won this one. Never expected to win, man. I just wanted to do it to to see how good I could look, you know, and you know maybe pick up a chick or two or something, you know. I don't know. And uh, that's, why, so, that's why we all get into it, yeah. Right. I mean, let's let's be real. Like, why are you really doing? It? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? no, but um, and you were only 21. Yeah, 21. Yeah. No, I was, no, I was only 20. 20. 20. I was only 20. 20. And um, I just turned 20 like three weeks before my first show, and I won the overall in the junior class there. And I thought, well, what the hell? Why not? You know, I I didn't really know what nationally qualified meant, but I knew this next show was a national qualifier. I didn't even know what the national shows consisted of. Like, I didn't know that there was a difference in junior nationals and nationals and you know, USA's and North Americans. I didn't know none of that shit. Yeah. I was just like, well, nationally qualified sounds cool. So let's go for it. And so the next two weeks, uh, you know, I stayed in prep and I did the uh, battle on the river in Chattanooga. I won the overall there as well. And um, that's when I was like, well, you know, because I competed against some good guys. Um, Benny Blair, who was a good friend of mine who actually passed a couple years ago. Rest, you know, rest in peace, Benny. Um, he competed against me, uh, my good friend, Andrew Hall, uh, some, some good bodybuilders, people that I kind of knew of and like, was like, man, these guys are reputable and I beat them. So I was like, well, maybe I got something here. And, uh, so I decided to kind of take an off season, but even then, like the off season wasn't that serious. I was still like struggling to not struggling, but still like having to work for a living. 
you know, besides being, well, not that I don't work for a living now, <laughs> I definitely work. Yeah. But I was having to do, you know, typical job type stuff. Sure. You know, bouncing, you know, shit you do when you're 20, 21. Yeah. So bouncing in the bars, working, you know, odd end jobs, this, that, and the other, working for my brother at the gym. And uh, so, yeah, so uh, I ended up winning overall there. And I just kind of went into like a little off season and, because I, I never really put much – all I had done is a prep. I never really put much effort into, like, bodybuilding. Yeah. I was just like, well, I'm just going to get lean and do a couple of shows. Sure. So I was like, well, let's see where we can go from here. And then built up a little bit. And then the next year, September 2012, uh, when I was 21, I did the North Americans. I won the overall there. Um, thanks to Dan Decker actually winning the Masters. And a lot of people don't remember this, but you do. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for Dan Decker winning the Masters, I never would have turned pro with that show. Wow. Dan, is that how it worked? Is there's, there's uh, the 40, the Masters division went before. Over 35. Went, yeah. went, it's over 35, went first. Yeah. So when he won his pro card, because he had done both, when he won his pro card, they were like, okay, that's it. There's no, they weren't going to let him go back to win a second pro card because then you're just taking the spot of somebody else. Yeah. So by, by uh, the vacuum created by, basically he would have won all of it. Yeah, uh, because he won before just because the class is how they how they do masters first. When it got to open, he was out of it. And yeah, then, and then that so was needless fun. to say, to this day, I still love Dan Decker. So, so I was gonna say, can we say Dan Dan created Dallas McCarver? No, uh, in a way, in a way, you know, if it wasn't there's a possibility that if in your mind, if you wouldn't have won, do you think there's any chance that you would have not tried again, or that would that potentially been it? Ooh, good oh, question. No, I mean, well, I knew. I knew going out of prejudging that I was second to Dan. Uh, a lot of people told me I was competing for first. I am very hard on myself, and I saw the fucking pictures, and I don't think there was much competition. Dan is much older, much more developed, much more experienced bodybuilder. I think he had me, let's be real. Um, but I knew I was coming in for second, so I was thrilled as hell. I was backstage. I was, man. First time at a national show, I just got second. I'm nationally qualified for another year. So you would have come back in that alone. Oh, I was. I had already. You're, you're I was, a bit by the bug. I was already making plans to uh, to um, to fly down and do nationals in a couple few weeks. Nice. So like, if I didn't win there, I probably would have won nationals anyways. I don't know. Justin Compton won nationals. I might not have beat Justin then. Who yeah. knows? You know? Yeah. Who knows? But anyways, it's woulda, coulda, shoulda. Right. But, Point is, a lot of people forget that's how I actually won my pro card was uh, Dan turning pro in the Masters. So that's cool, uh, man. Love you, Dan Decker. Well, <laughs> well, so so that brings me to a little bit of kind of like the the current, I guess, a little bit. Uh, so obviously, you know, you you had an interesting start because it was like you were obviously like just a natural gifted, but like you were born to do this. To be honest with you, or that's what it seems like. I and I was born to do this. I was born to be big. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, and yeah. I, and I say that a lot because me and Aaron talk about this from time to time. Um, you know, I honestly think I could be just as good of a strong man. Oh, yeah. As a bodybuilder. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, for sure. To be honest, I mean, yeah. maybe maybe even more dominant. You know, I don't know. For sure. Um, and and I'll ne probably never know because I'll probably never go down that road. But the point is, is I have a very broad frame. I have very sturdy joints. Uh, pretty pretty decent lifting mechanics um, thanks to you know my previous coach Matt and some other people I've worked with too um, and and so yeah I mean I, I was just I, I come from a big family man and my family I'm, I'm the run oh wow that's that's hilarious <laughs> I've, got cousins, I've got cousins in Mississippi that are anywhere from like 
six 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 eight uh you know they're all over six four whatever six two six four and they're you know weighing three bills to four hundred <laughs> wow and, and that's just the women yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Their sons. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's, no but yeah, man. I, I come from a big family. Yeah. I'm just blessed with a, a big frame. It's actually the struggle of my career has been filling out the frame I have. Sure. Yeah. Uh, which is something me and Chad talk about often is realistically, it's crazy to think, but I could still hold 30 to 40 more pounds. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it, it is crazy to think, man, because you, you are definitely one of the biggest bodybuilders on the scene or largest bodybuilders on the scene, but because of your height too, and your I frame, largest, not biggest. That's true. That's yeah. true. very good. <laughs> um, but, uh, because of your frame, it's, it is amazing to think that you could actually even add to that. Like, wow, mm -hmm. it's crazy. Um, so, so let me ask you this, man. Like, um, it's, it's, it's my understanding that since like, like you, since Sean Ray back in 1987, he was the only other guy that went pro at the age of 21. I don't know if you knew that or not, but apparently you and Sean Ray were like the, the onlys apparently. To be honest with you, man, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not that savvy on my bodybuilding history Sure. when it comes to that. So I don't want to make any claims or anything. Sure. But that's what you read. Yeah. So Flex Online actually posted that. They said it was crazy that you had become a, a pro at such a young age and that the only other time that they, they knew that that had happened was with Sean Ray. And he's obviously a legend. I've met Sean. I mean, he's he's a, he's a cool dude. Um, but but uh, it's awesome, man. I mean, you're definitely, you're definitely going to be somebody or already are somebody in the industry. But I, I, I think everybody's predicting big things. So I'm curious. You know, what, what's your ultimate goal, man? Are you here to dethrone Phil Heath or what's going on, man? Man, uh, honestly, I, I love I love to train. I love to compete because it, it gives me – I'm a very goal-driven person, you know, and it gives me – the for me, the joy isn't in competing and winning. It's the joy in this now is, is these past 15 weeks of hell I've gone through. You know, in the in these next two weeks, it's like it's like going through three days in football camp. It's just the hardest fucking thing you can think of, pushing your body every day, just with everything you got. You know, the diet, the training. I mean, you hurt. You know, it's uncomfortable. It's it's misery. Uh, I love it. You know, and because because it's you're pushing your body to be something that. I mean, let's face it, five or six people on the earth can be. Sure. You know, to, to you know, I mean, I, yeah. I placed eighth at the Olympia. So let's just say that, you know, I, let's say I'm capable of doing something with my body that only, you know, 10, 15 other people on the earth can do. That's, yeah. that's cool, man. You it's know, am, and it's, it's amazing. It, it's very, it, it's very motivating for me. But as far as, you know, don't want to win this, don't want to win that, don't want to beat Phil, don't want to beat this person, don't want to, you know, whatever. Man, I just, I just love doing this. And my main goal, honestly, my main goal is to to make the best living I can doing this while I'm doing it, uh, which is something I picked up from Ann. You know, as as you know, Ann's a freaking genius businessman. He is. He's and, he's uh, he's awesome. You know, my my real goal is uh, I want to make the best living I can doing this, and you know, hopefully, be able to set up a future and you know, retire from this and and have a comfortable, nice life. You know, this is this is my job. You know, this isn't. Uh, at one point it was fun but now this is and it is still fun don't get me wrong I love what I do but it, it, it's no longer just a hobby I mean this is 
my me this is putting bread on my table you know this is a way of me setting myself up for the future so it's become much more than just fun now it's uh you know it's very motivating to think that uh you know if i bust my ass maybe for the next 10 years uh, i could retire nicely you know you do that's Um, that's so cool man and you're you're like I already assumed and you're like one of the most down-to-earth bodybuilders that I've gotten a chance to talk with like I said it's that that's that southern uh, good old boy thing man but I'm you know I'm interested you're from the South, man you're from Texas you know <laughs> if you were rude or you were a shithead or you're arrogant uh, you probably got your ass beat too oh yeah you know, oh yeah from your folks it was from uh you know your friends Absolutely. You know, I, I know when I grew up you know if you were a cocky little shit uh, there was somebody that come around and knock knock your head loose and get that attention for you you know and uh so that's the way uh you know i, I just think that's this it's what's wrong with the world man but <laughs> that's a whole other subject no well what's interesting what, what what's interesting about it though man and, and so so i i spent uh i spent some time in a marine corps man out of high school like and uh you know between like growing up in the south thank you for your service. oh thank you man i appreciate that um you know it, growing up in the south and then with the marine corps background like like you said like tact and manners and all of that stuff is so important and carrying yourself a certain way and something i've noticed in the bodybuilding industry that that kind of frustrates me i know and a lot of people is is ego and pride and drama and you don't seem like that guy like you don't seem like the the ego guy or the drama guy you don't really seem to throw mud like can you speak on that does that ever bother you at all that that you see a lot of that in the industry or maybe you don't i don't know no man uh i'll be honest it's funny to me it's not funny it fucking pisses me off yeah but it's ironic to me that um for an industry where people post so much about motivation, uplifting, inspiring, and being inspirational, and uh, you know helping others, uh, it's also very ironic that that same industry has more posts than anything you can find about people being negative and demeaning and belittling and shit talking and Absolutely. you know hateful and just plain just you know if you don't like the way somebody looks, man. Keep scrolling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why? Why you get? I don't know. Don't get me started yeah. on that. No, and I, yes, I think that bothers the heck out of me, man. It's, yeah. There's so much negativity when, in reality, like, it, number one, it's unnecessary, and number two, it's so counterproductive to what I think you should stand for as somebody who is. You work so hard every day, and, and you still just are that damn pissed off and negative. Like, yeah. I don't get it, man. I, I really don't. I don't know what's wrong with this. So, so, you know, my buddy, I have a really close friend of mine. He actually trains here at my gym. Uh, his name's Amin. And he actually, uh, he competed in Team Universe a few years back, was a top three guy. Uh, looks really good. He's a smaller framed guy, uh, yeah. but he, he looks really good. And uh, so he he did a video uh, with me one day, and uh, he got to talking about bodybuilding in the industry. And one thing that he said, and I think you'd like this, he said, you know, he was gifted genetically like yourself and, and trains really hard and looks really good. And he has a lot of people looking up to him and he says, you know, I think that you have the opportunity to either be the villain or the superhero. And I want to show people that you can, you can use this for good and not have to be a shithead, you know, and not have Absolutely. to be a douchebag. So. Absolutely, man. And that's, I think, I think that's my mentality is it's, you know, I, I hate to be, um, I don't hate to be, I just, I prefer not to be too, you know, uh, religious or sentimental or anything like that, but sure. you know, if you're a religious person, uh, you know, 
uh, and you read scripture or, if, or even if you're just a positive person, yeah, you know, we're encouraged to be a light in the world, man, and be, be a, you know, a beacon of, of hope and, and, you know, positivity. And, you know, I, number one, I think if, if you live your life that way, uh, that's going to breathe into your life. That's going to breathe that kind of positive, uh, you know, good energy into your life. But number two, um, the golden rule, treat people like you want to be treated. You know, it, 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 if it's ironic to me, it's half the people that post all this would never post a picture. You know, like I, that video just came out of me posing and people ripping me. I'm like, dude, I just flown two flights, like whatever, like shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And obviously I know I'm going to be ready. If, if first off, if I look that bad, like Chad wouldn't have let me pose her gym, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyways, that's neither here nor there, but sure. Uh, yeah, dude, you're you know, no, for sure. Well, your your mindset is is awesome, and and I'll tell you, my buddy Amin is actually a very religious guy. He's gonna really like what you said, so I'm I'm actually excited to to tell him about that, man. Um, I mean, it's true, you know, and it's it's just, you know, you treat people like you want to be treated, and these people, number one, they wouldn't have the balls or the guts to post a picture in their underwear right. with their glutes hanging out, or you know, flexing their abs. Uh, and then number two, if if they did, they certainly wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't want to read the comments that, you know, me and other various other bodybuilders and competitive, uh, you know, bikini figure and just competitive athletes in general that do try to encourage and post, you know, motivational progress pictures, whatever, uh, or inspire people, you know, et cetera. And it's like, you, you wouldn't want to read that about yourself, but yet yeah. it's okay for you to knock, knock down somebody like that. It's, it's yeah. just, it goes against everything I stand for as a man and uh, just to me, it just shows some serious character flaws to people. That's awesome, man. I, t I tell you, man, us putting out YouTube comment or uh, qual uh, content all the time. Obviously, the trolls are, you know, with me, dude. I'm I'm a smaller I'm a smaller guy, and I'm talking about fitness stuff, and so it's constantly, right. you know, just you can't know what you're talking about, then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're shredded. You must you must be ignorant. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's the way it goes, right? That's right, man. That's exactly what we see, dude. It's bad. Um, so uh, let me let me get into a couple of training questions for you, man. Is um, so uh, first of all, um, I kind of did some research on Matt Jensen, man. Like he he seems like a really cool guy, and, and that was your former coach, right? Yeah, yeah. Matt Matt is uh, is a very cool guy. He's as cool as they come, dude. And he is a he's a hard worker. He's selfless. Uh, he's he's a good man. He's a good man, and um, you know it's unfortunate that. Um, our, uh, our past parted ways, um, but it wasn't out of hard feelings. It wasn't out of negativity. It was just simply out of, you know, I thought I had to move on to somebody more experienced with dealing with uh, bodybuilders of my size and, yeah. you know, uh, muscularity and, and et cetera. Yeah. Because uh, it opens a whole new can of worms when you get to, you know, a 300 pound guy versus a 200 pound guy. So. Absolutely, man. And, and, you know, like, like I said, I mean, just looking into Matt a little bit, um, I really liked his training methodology, his philosophies. He seemed like you guys were really close and everything was really cool there. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that, that, that's awesome, man. So he seems really cool. So, so let me ask you about, I saw a video where you were working with uh, Joe Bennett, hypertrophy coach. Uh, is there, is, is that, like, who are you working with now? Like what's your coaching situation? No, no, I, I my coach is Chad Nichols, but I, okay. Who originally coached? Uh, well, you, I'm sure you know Chad Nichols. I, d I do, and I didn't know he was working with you, and I apologize, I didn't see that. No, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Um, I'm, I'm actually working with Chad now, um, but 
as far as Joe goes, Joe comes down and trains with me all the time. Um, you know, he helps me sometimes when I'm having trouble mapping out my training or, you know, figuring out exactly how I want to go about hitting different uh, body parts. Joe's a very good, uh, he's very intuitive and very educated as far as like how, you know, each muscle works and, and all that. So, so yeah, uh, Joe, Joe helps me a lot with my training and stuff. And then not, and then mainly, I mean, he's just a heck of a good training partner. You know, he pushes me hard. I uh, actually, I just got, he came down, he's been out here the last two days. I just got done train with him nice. before I came in here. Nice. So, uh, so yeah, man, I like Joe a lot. Good people. Well, and yeah. that, that I was interested because like seeing between Matt, uh, and then looking at Joe and I, I don't know as much about Chad. Um, I know who he is. I don't know a lot about his training methodology, but it seems like both of the other guys, they're very like knowledge and evidence driven, you know? And, and I think in bodybuilding, you kind of see two worlds. You kind of see like the bro world where it's just, just raw, gritty, like just hard ass work, which is awesome, you know, very Branch Warren style. But then you also see kind of the, the guys like Ben Pakulski as an example that are really chasing the knowledge side of things. So like, where do you find yourself, man? Are you, you seem like a well thought out guy. So it's not like you guys are just going in there, you know, I mean. I like to think of myself as a person that's bridging the gap. Nice. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I like to think of my person, myself as the person that, all right, you want to put 700 pounds on the bar and squat it till we puke? Let's go. Okay, you want to do some cable isolated dumbbell curl that burns like hell or cable isolated bicep curl that burns like hell? I'm down with that too. You know, I, I don't think there's any right or wrong way. I mean, obviously there's a wrong way. I don't think there's any one way yeah. to train. Um, and just like there's in most things in life, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Dude, that's a brush. That is a brush of fresh Like uh, an IFBB bodybuilder on your level to say something like that. Because, dude, like it seems like people really like to kind of point to like one true way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They love to speak in certainties. And it's it's funny because uh, I, got a, I got a funny feeling if me and you go train and, uh, you know, you try to jump in with me. You might not get the most out of the workout right away, you know. It's like right. you gotta you gotta keep in mind like what your goals are, what your training past is, you know, what you your kill or can take is. There's a lot of variables that go into training besides just oh put weight on bar, <laughs> move bar, you know. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I still by no means um, uh, am not afraid of heavy weight or hard work. So I like to think of myself as a guy that kind of bridges the gap there. Yeah, dude. That's perfect. So, so I, uh, I, I actually own a, a personal training certification program called the Fitness Trainer Academy, and uh, we certify trainers. And and one of the things that I like to talk about with my students is that you have uh, the, the the knowledge kind of nerdy world, and then you have like the the kind of bro science world. I said, but what's interesting is you really like can't discredit either one. Um, with the knowledge side, like data is important, but at the same time, a lot of these nerds they forget about the hard work, and so it's like, dude, you've got to find a happy median, you know. You're very right. You're very right. And, uh, you know, any good engineer that's gone through engineering school will tell you, uh, you know, just because you can make something work on paper, uh, don't mean it's going to work for shit in the real world. Absolutely. You know, so that's that's kind of my objection to some of that scientific stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, um, you know, I have the same objection to some of the, the bro science stuff, the, the old school mentality where it's like, yeah, you know, you're working, you're working hard, but you could work just as hard, but work smarter. 
Yeah, dude, that's cool, man. So, um, all right. So, uh, with the training side, so uh, you got you got some awesome people in your corner. Uh, what about diet, man? Like, are you are you a little bit more old school, like meal plan style? Are you a macro counter? Like, what's your? I noticed you were like weighing out supplements and stuff. And so, obviously, you're you're watching calories and macros. But I'm just curious what your style pretty is. Precise. I like to be pretty precise. Right. Um, I mean, I do prep my meals, um, you know, especially if I'm going somewhere. Obviously, I'm afraid to eat them fresh. Who doesn't? But, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have all day to sit around and cook. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm very uh, detail-oriented. I'm, I'm probably too detail-oriented at times to get too caught up in planning and, you know, let it stress me out more than it should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially, like, you know, 20 weeks out. <laughs> stressing like hell over you know three ounces of potato or something yeah but uh but yeah you know then again it's that's the kind of attention to detail it takes sure you know and to me that's just one more variable of intensity is this this whole industry this whole competitive bodybuilding thing it's all it's all about intensity not just in the gym but you got to be intense when it comes to you know you got to be on your shit you know with your diet and your supplements uh, yeah. oh it's time to eat i'm not hungry uh, I think I'll just skip this meal or wait a couple hours. I don't that eat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure, man. And it's, uh, yeah, so I, I was curious about that. Like, it, does Chad does Chad uh, do all your uh, macro adjustments and all that? Okay, cool. Uh, what what about peak week, man? I know, like, back in the day, like, there was these, all these extreme peak weeks and stuff. Are you guys doing a more subtle peak? I'm, I'm assuming you all have a methodology down now, by now. I can't talk too much about it. Yeah, okay, the, tra the trade secret. Because not, nothing to get, not, not that I don't even think Chad would mind, but it's not my information to diverge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yes, Chad is very, like, very, like, old school, like, um, you know, consistent foods. We're not going to use no, like, you know, junk loading, all that new shit. You know, mm -hmm. he's very by the book, very, very, um, you know, what yeah. you would expect from a, 90s bodybuilder which is the look on it so so i know uh, i don't i don't know if you actually do any uh like coaching or training or anything yourself uh or if you're just purely an athlete but i'm, I'm curious like you know, you, you we have to like separate the competitive bodybuilding world from like the, the the people that are kind of the fans of bodybuilding that want to see results. You know, and so would you would you make the suggestion to somebody that's trying to look better and trying to be like maybe even just regional level you know bodybuilder? Would you recommend a diet like yours, or would you recommend something more flexible or lenient? Like, what do you what are your thoughts on that? Do you think people can be too extreme? You know what I mean? It just depends on how bad you want it, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? The more extreme or hardcore you are, obviously the more results you're going to yield. But the key thing I think is you have to have a plan you can stick to. Yeah. So if you go from not dieting at all to, oh, six meals a day, 10 ounces of protein, right. no carbs, you're not going to stick to that shit. You're going to do it for a day, be sick, be over it. You know, throw yeah. it out the window and be right back to square one eating donuts. Yeah, the psychology behind it, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. See, I think the best plan for somebody looking to get into this is one you can stick to. With right. your lifestyle, with your job, with whatever, you know. Good shit. Yeah, that's I, I agree with that. Consistency, yeah. Um, so with supplements, obviously we we uh, do supplements here at Price Law and Redcon. Obviously, Redcon's got you on here. So um, what's your what's a normal like stack for for Dallas look like? And is there any like stuff that you think is just straight up just BS that you wouldn't take? You know, 
Um, typically for me, like I'll just do. Well, let's do off season because during prep, you know, especially this close, things change. You know, you don't take a whole lot of supplements, you know, this close uh, to the show because you don't want all the sweeteners or gelatin from the caps or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's say off season. Uh, typically, you know, I might have like um, a serving a double tap, uh, our fat burner before my cardio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I'll mix up like two scoops of breach, sip on it while I'm doing my cardio, and then drink the rest on my way home. Uh, and then when I get home, um, you know, sometimes I'll mix like cream of rice and uh, whey or isotope or whey isolate uh, for my first meal, maybe like some peanut butter and honey or something. Yeah. Sometimes I'll eat steak, you know, but I'm just giving examples of like supplements I do use. Yeah, for um, sure. I typically always have a, a, a shake, you know, post-workout uh, and, and a pre-workout shake too. You know, I do like some Total War, some Cluster Bomb, sip some more breeds with Cluster Bomb during my workout. Obviously, the amounts change depending on how I'm looking at stuff, you know, how many carbs I need on that particular day. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and then uh, I love our fade out before bed. I've heard, I've heard, I haven't tried it yet, man. We have some here and I, I want to review it, man. Like, but I heard it's good. It's it's really good for me. I know this is weird and people probably think I'm dumb, but like, I love to take like about a scoop and a half of it or a big heaping scoop of it and just sit down and like watch a movie. Cause it's like total, just like tranquility. You're yeah. Just like, uh, yeah. And then just drift off to sleep, you know? And, get a good night's sleep from it. So. That's funny, dude. Cause like I, I was literally had a conversation with somebody the other day and it was, we were actually talking about like the over the counter sleep medicine, but I was like, do y'all ever like to take that and then like fight the sleep a little bit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's funny, man. That's cool. Um, so it's rec- taking and not sleeping, but right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so red, Redcon man is, uh, it's dude. I mean, I can't say enough good things about Aaron Singerman and then Redcon has been like the coolest fucking brand that we've been able to work with. So, um, you, you were with BSN and then made the switch over. Like what's your experience been like, dude? It's been a dream. Yeah. It's been a dream. I mean, Aaron takes great care of me. Um, you know, not only financially, but he is probably the best person you could ask for business advice. Um, in this industry, especially, uh, you know, and, and everything here is, uh, I have a good support team. Um, they care not only about, you know, me as a, as an athlete and as a person, as, as far as the brand goes, but, you know, they care about, you know, me and my well being, and it, it's good, man. It's good. I, I couldn't be happier. That's awesome. Well, I can tell you, man, like, I don't know, I don't know how long you were with BSN, but like when I was doing some research, I mean, Redcon has like, like really put you out there more than I've ever seen you. You know, I mean, your, your promotions and like your name is just blown It was up. the first month with Redcon that I did with BSN the whole time I was with him. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and really like the products too man we gave uh, total war uh, a really like uh, raving review man like the the formula he's got going on with the dmha and everything like it's really really solid um and i like the military theme stuff man obviously being a vet uh that's pretty pretty badass yeah, yeah i like you know i like the look i like the brand uh you know when he contacted me the first first thing i told him is i was like i'd like to see all of your um your products i'd like to see the ingredients because I don't want to ever be in a situation where I have to represent, you know, another situation where I have to represent a company that uh, makes products that, you know, obviously you're not going to take every product every day. Yeah. Duh. 
Right. But I do want to work for a company that makes products that I can use. Sure. And so he sent me all over the ingredients and like, there were a few things like uh, the way he had a blend and I was like, no, I only drink whey isolate. So we changed that. Um, you know, which actually most people don't know, but our isotopes actually one of the most expensive manufactured proteins on the, on the market right now. Wow. Um, and it's, it's very good. Are you an isolate? Are you an isolate only drinker? Cause of yes. like, do you have stomach, stomach problems? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll, a lot of that shit, I'll pew back up that egg protein and all that shit. You know, we gotta, yeah. we gotta, uh, actually, I don't know if I can tell you about that or not. No, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. something coming out. Coming out. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll cut it out if we, if we can yeah. just, we'll check in with Aaron, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but yeah. Um, and then the total war, uh, you know, I offered a few tweaks to the formula there, some other various things, but yeah, man, he, uh, he was like, okay, that's what, if that's what you want. And I was like, yeah. And then, so now we got products I can use to represent happily, you know? So yeah. it makes my job a lot easier. Yeah. You know, and, and sleep better at night too. You know, what's cool, man. You know, what's cool about talking with you is uh, I'm noticing like when we were talking about training diet and now supplements, you're not like some dude that just like kind of just does what he's told. Like you're, you're also like involved in the process. Like you seem to like want to know and learn and educate yourself along the way. You know what I mean? So that's, dude, that's, that's really, really cool. So well, I think if you're serious about anything in life, whatever it is, whatever your goal is, uh, you got to put forth the work and, and, the, and to educate yourself and to make yourself knowledgeable. You can't just sit around and, you know, uh, let other people got, walk you around and guide you, you know, your whole life. I mean, yeah. you know, if we can put some damn work, you know? Hell yeah, man. Dude, dude, that's that's awesome. Okay, so I only have a couple more things, man. I know you're like grumpy and probably low carb, man. You're good, yeah, you're good. <laughs> um, so, okay, let's see here. Let me, let me make sure I didn't miss anything. You guys are not gonna believe what just happened. All right, man. So we, uh, we okay. We just we just blue screened on uh, Aaron and Dallas, man. The legitimate blue screen of death ended that. So we apologize that it had to end, but uh, we were able to recover the file as you saw the rest of the interview. We'd like to thank. Dallas McCarver, so much for taking the time out. He uh, chatted with us on Skype and said, okay, you had to go eat anyway. So, yeah. you know, that's most important. Thanks to Aaron. Thanks to Redcom One. We really appreciate it.